I don't too like it. All right. Well, I just want to make brother. sure that I wasn't. Um, oh, you got one minute. We got one minute, but we went. We, we're going. Uh, I pushed it live to make sure that I could use the new um, protocol because it wasn't allowing me to go to the page, but now it is. So we're good to go. All right. Okay, I got you. I got it. Mm. Let me go ahead and share this. So we're just um, we're waiting on the man of the hour to come on too now. You know, brother John. Yes, 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 yes. Well, look, man, I just, I just can't get over. I might have to step my game up uh, while my wife on the line. Start waking me up at 5 o'clock, baby. I got to press the sick shirt or something. I can't. <laughs> Dr. John Mack coming here with all that equipment. I'm a, in a silk shirt, too? Uh-uh. Oh, <laughs> I need some clothes, baby. Help me. You sound like me. He got me some kind of way with my little cardigan on, man. Oh, no, you good, man. <laughs> You know, uh, uh, Pastor Raphael, like you were saying, sometimes we we, we start uh, speaking those things that we not as though we want them to be. Uh -huh. That's, that was one of my calls back in the day. I said, I'm going to be uh, recognized as a as a world class uh, dresser. As a, as a and so you know that's when we you know we're alive and we have our speaker on the line. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning, men of God. And, oh, by the way, women of God as well. Uh, we just want to welcome you guys and, and, and ladies to the National Men's Prayer Call. And just thank you all for joining us this morning on this day that was not promised to us. But, oh, we give glory to God. We just tell him thank you this morning for allowing us yet another day. Father, we just thank you for allowing us another day of brand new grace and brand new mercy. Father, we can't thank you enough. We're, we're just so appreciative. Of, of allowing us this opportunity to come together, Father, to share in your word and just to just to be in your presence. So we just give you all the glory and all the praise. And this uh, quarter, we're talking about maturity, decisiveness, consistency, and strength. And this month, we're on decisiveness. And we have a dynamic speaker who's no stranger to this platform. He's been with us a time or two before. And so we know that we're going to be blessed on this morning. Uh, our own, uh, one of our very own, I'm claiming him as one of our very own, uh, Brother John McCall. Uh, so he's going to come to us here shortly. And we just want to thank everybody for joining us this morning. And if you're if you're on Facebook uh, Live, if you're on the Zoom call, uh, invite somebody else in. You know what I mean? Share uh, this, this uh, message, share this uh, uh, platform this morning so that somebody else can be blessed. Uh, I guarantee you, you won't leave empty. Uh, you may come empty, but you won't leave empty uh, because this is uh, a spiritual uh, breakfast that I guarantee you, you're going to get full. This is a banquet. This is a buffet. We're going to serve you plenty and you can eat and digest all you want. So sit back, uh, open your ears, uh, relax your heart and and, 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 and allow your spirit uh, to take full reign. Uh, one thing we want is to just uh, offer a prayer uh, this morning uh, for, you mean, just our brethren on the line, uh, for our sick and shedding in. And um, just, you mean, just for our speaker this morning, we just come here, we just come here in the presence of God. We just come here to be thankful. We just come here to be transparent. Uh, we don't come here pompous, prideful. We come here supporting one another, uplifting one another. We know that there's a brother that's watching that may be going through some trials and tribulations. Some one of, one of us may be dealing with trials and tribulations, but you may not know it because we are, we function and we operate in the joy of Jesus. We operate in faith and so that's why we're able to smile in the midst of trial that's why we're able to smile in the midst of the storm so we just thank you this morning and so this morning we want uh to 
put uh, several individuals on, on our prayer list, and we have our own brother, Reginald Turner. I have my grandmother, Easter Bailey. Uh, we have the young lady, uh, I forgot her name. What's her name, Brother Turner? Christian? Courtney Fields. Oh, Courtney, Fields. Courtney Fields. Thank you so much. Uplift her and her family on the uh, on the prayer list as well. And we want to put our uh, my brother and his wife, uh, Pastor uh, Sederic Raphael, and his wife on the prayer list as well. And we're, we're, we're not asking anything. We're decreeing and declaring. I'm telling Brother Raphael right now, we are decreeing, decreeing and declaring that thing that we discussed this morning. So it is done. It is done. Jehovah Jireh, God will provide. And so that's what we're accepting right now. And the word says, rejoice always and pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. And John 5 and 14 says, this is the confidence that we have in approaching God. Oh my God. Hey, brother, I'm telling you, it is done. It is done. I'm telling you, it is done. So we're just excited. We're, we're, we're giving glory to God for, for blessing our brother right now. So we just thank you. We're, we're, we're not going to wait till you receive it. We're going to bless them beforehand. So we're pulling it down right now. We're pulling it down right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. So, Lord, we just want to come to you before in prayer, Father God. We just come to you and just give you the utmost glory, Father. We give you the utmost glory, Father. Father, we come to humble as we know, Father. We just come to you, Father, vessels looking to be filled with your word, Father, with your wisdom, um, with your way. Understanding, Father, that it's not about us, but it's all about you. And, Father, the the blessings, Father God, that we have received, Father God, and the blessings that are on the horizon, Father, we, we claim those ahead of time, Father God, because we walk by faith and not by sight. So, Father, we're pulling those things down as though they have already as though they already are. So, Father, we just thank you this morning, Father. We, we're not coming asking for anything. We're not coming begging for anything because we're your children. We're disciples of you, Father. We we don't beg uh, our God for anything, Father. We decree and declare, Father. We pull down. We snatch down by faith, Father God. We we claim, Father God. So right now, we just claim those things, Father God. We thank you for this opportunity, Father, to allow us to fellowship uh, in your presence, Father. We just thank you for this National Men's Prayer Call and this collection uh, of men, Father God, this collection of minds, this collection of, of spirits, Father God, and uh, also, Father God, for the... Uh, Pastor Sidere's wife, who's joining us this morning. We thank her for her spirit and her support. And Father, we thank you for all of the other uh, women and, and wives that are supporting this, this ministry, Father. We just thank you, Father, for allowing them, Father God, to be able to, Father God, to be in the midst, Father God, because Pastor Sidere said this morning something that was very valuable. It says, where there are two or three that are gathered in my name, in your name, Lord, that you will be there also. So we know that you are in the midst, Father. So this is not a boys club, Father God. This is a ministry. Father God, your word, Father God, is for not just for men, but for women, for children, for, for, uh, for drunks, Father God, for, uh, for prostitutes. Father God, your word is for everybody, Father God, who's willing to accept it, who's willing to digest it, Father God. That's who your word is for. So we just thank you this morning. I thank you, Father, for opening this door, Father God. I thank you for opening this window, Father God, and allowing us, Father God, to soak, soak up your word, Father God, to digest your word. Lord, we would just want to uh, touch uh, for those on our prayer list, Father God, for the for the sickness, Father God, and then just thank you for your healing, Father God, because we know that your healing comes by faith, Father God. We know um, that you that your that anything that we do, Father God, and ask for, Father God, it comes by faith. We know what you're capable of, Father God. We're connected to you, Father God. So we do. We believe, Father God. We trust in you. 
And so this morning, Father God, we just said thank you, Father. We thank you, Father, for healing Courtney Field, Father, and bringing her home, Father. We know that uh, there's a battle and a journey still ahead, but Father, we know that you are with her. Father, thank you for our brother, Reginald Tenor, Father God, who was dealing with some, some sickness, who was dealing with some pain. But Father, we know that you're a healer, Father God. I spoke to him, Father God. I, I've seen this brother in your presence, Father God. I've seen the way that he prays, uh, Father God. I, I understand, Father God, that he loves you, Father God. I understand that he knows you, Father God. So I know that he knows about your healing power. So we thank you this morning. And Father, our, our brother, Sadir Grafford Hill, Father God, and his wife, Father God, we, we pray over them and their situation, Father God, and we speak things as they are going to be. We call them down right now. Father God, we know what we know what they need, Father God, and I know that you're capable of doing it. Because, Father God, you told us to tell our mountain about you and, and, and not to uh, you know, tell you about our mountain. So whatever that mountain is, my brother, Sadir Grafford Hill, tell your mountain about your God. And watch it move, watch it break down, watch those barriers fall out the way. So we said, thank you this morning. We thank you right now because it's already done. Father, we ask, Father God, that uh, you cover, Father God, this nation, Father God. We know that uh, it, in the midst of the pandemic, Father, some countries have relaxed. I, I saw where India, Father God, let the guards down, Father God, and stopped following protocol and start having mass gatherings and, and mass political gatherings. And over 400,000 have been affected in the last month. Over 5,000 deaths, Father God, because they took this thing for granted. Father God, we can't take this thing for granted, Father God. Even with the mass, Father God, even with the six foot distancing, Father God, my first thing I do is I give you the praise and I give you the glory, Father God. I cover myself with the blood of Jesus because I know a mask ain't going to do it. I know six foot ain't going to do it, but I know a God who would take care of me and cover me and my family. So thank you. And Father, for Brother John McClellan, Father God, we ask, Father God, that you use him in a mighty way this morning. As I said earlier, he's no stranger to this platform. And so we welcome him with open arms, and we thank you for anointing him for this task on this morning. So Father God, we want to just move out the way and allow him to have his way as you see fit. And Father, if I've missed somebody, if I, if I missed a, a situation or a scenario, Father God, to be included in this prayer, Father, allow those individuals to speak to you, Father God, because they, if they speak to you in faith, if they speak to you with boldness, Father God, that situation will be covered. We thank you. We praise you. We love you. And this is our prayer in your darn son, Jesus' name. Amen. Well, amen, amen, Anthony. We are just so, so always excited when you bring prayer because you bring it from the from the core of your soul. And this morning, brothers, we just we're we're excited to be able to bring, like he said, a another one of our our administrators uh, to to bring uh, a, a powerful word about decisiveness. And decisiveness is born out of excellence and integrity. And uh, I'm just going to throw a prayer up there for. A couple of situations I'm dealing with. Uh, I've been working with, um, you know, my, my business has exploded and expanded um, exponentially since the um, since the um, the entire since the uh, pandemic went forth. And there's sometimes we don't we're not able to deliver what we what we anticipate. So I'm working with a uh, with a really good young man right now. Continue to come forth. So we just want to. Uh, just pray, have a prayer that everything comes together 
powerfully and wonderfully uh, in that in that stead. And then tomorrow I'm taking the shot. So I'm just asking that the Lord just uh, bless it so that everything works together with no, uh, with no issue. So this morning, let's get back to this morning. We're bringing on board a young man who has um, made a decision years ago and created a clothing line that says, I am a testimony. And every time you wear that, you're wearing a statement that says, I'm a testimony. I've been through the test. I passed the test, so now I'm a testimony. And that was born out of decisiveness. Uh, Chaplain John McClung has just gone through many, many um, challenges and changes in his uh, short life. But now, this morning, he's going to share some of that with you and talk to you about the principle, the law of decisiveness. One of those four things that God wants from every man to be able to make a decision, to stand firm in it, to be able to know exactly why they made that decision and to just go forth with confidence, courage, and candor in acting out that decision. So with no further ado, it's our honor to bring forth our friend, administrator, Mr. Ch Chaplain John McClung. Chaplain McClung, are you there? Yes, uh, just please let me know if you can hear me. Uh, so, can, can you hear me? Good. Okay, awesome, awesome. Well, uh, good morning, good morning, good morning, Doctor Mac. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I had an opportunity to say that face to face, but uh, uh, welcome, to, of course, to a national men's prayer call. Good to see you guys. And uh, first of all, for uh, Benny to actually give me a call and say, Brother John, are you ready uh, to step in? on uh thursday to uh, bring a message and i said absolutely uh you know my thing is i stay ready this is what i was born to do this is my assignment and so i always have a message uh ready to go you know i had it in my pocket when he called me so uh i want to talk about that this morning because uh decisiveness is a, and um, it's an awesome word uh and because there's so uh many pieces that go along with it and over the last couple of days uh, you know, since I, since the call, I, you know, I went went into my archive of uh, of messages just to look at, you know, what would be uh, meaningful, especially for this being uh, four of the characteristics that we're talking about. Uh, you know, this uh, this month or over the course of time, uh, you know, decisiveness being one of them. And so, how does this affect men? Uh, you know, and of course, there there will be uh, women who hear this, but this is uh, something that I think is uh, close to my heart uh, from a standpoint of the things and uh, as far as the characteristics, uh, you know, the attitudes and uh, the, the integrity of decisiveness uh, in your spiritual life. And so that's the, that's the definitely the direction that I always like to speak in spiritually. And so tonight, this morning, I want to share uh, a few things that I think are uh, very important for men to have in their life when it comes to decisiveness. So I just want to give a couple of definitions and uh, drop a few uh, spiritual nuggets uh, on this particular thing from my notes. So uh, decisiveness, this is a spiritual um, a definition, the ability to finalize difficult situations or difficult decisions based on the will and ways of God. Uh, that ain't, that's not a, uh, uh, dictionary, that's not a Webster definition, that's a spiritual definition. Again, the ability to finalize difficult decisions based on the will and ways of God, which says to us, every decision when it comes to decisiveness has to be in line with the will of God for your life and the way of God for your life, because that is going to be where it should align and match up when you make 
specific, especially spiritual decisions for your life? Well, the next part to that is finalized because that's part of this particular definition to make a final and certain decision, which means you cannot waver when it comes to decisiveness. And you, uh, you got to make that decision so important to you and so definite that there, there is no left to right. This is right in line with what God has for you. And one of the other things I wanted to make a point of, when you use the word decisiveness for every positive word, there is a non-positive or a versus that go with it is the opposite. So decisiveness, the opposite of decisiveness is double-mindedness. Because when you are wavering, uh, and when it comes to decision-making, you're going left to right. You're not actually in line when you are undecided. All right. So you got decisiveness, you got finalized, and then you got double-minded. So decisiveness versus double-minded. So, so, so my note or my little message to this morning is four areas a man must spiritually be decisive in. All right. Four areas a man must spiritually be decisive in. First one is he must be decisive. He must not waver and he must be final and certain in his assurance of salvation. There is no other uh, idea from a standpoint of his spiritual life that he should be wavering on or undecided or double-minded in. His assurance of salvation. What goes with that? Uh, I'm going to give you Romans 10, 10, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation, assurance of salvation, verbally speaking it and having confidence when you make that decision that you are not undecided when you, when you step into your Christian walk. Second, 2 Corinthians 6 and 2, for he said, I have heard thee in a time accepted, and in the day of salvation have I secured thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. There ain't no undecision. And when you make that, when you're decisive, it's now. Behold, now is the day of salvation. The moment he makes that decision and he is unwavering, now is that time to get started. He must be assured and it's a salvation. Secondly, the second thing he must be decisive in, unwavering, no, not, not double-minded, not finalized, in serving God with all his heart. When a man makes the decision and, and, has his, and knows that he is in, in a solid Christian walk, then he must be decisive in serving God, trusting him. Why? Hebrews 10, 22. Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance. That was the first part, full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. There are benefits that come with being decisive and being assurance, having assurance in your salvation and serving God. There's promises, there's benefits, there's rewards when you do that. Second, Proverbs 3 and 5, one of my favorite verses, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Not some, when you decide it ain't pieces, all thine heart. Two of my favorite words is all and every. And lean not to thine own understanding, which means when you make the decision to trust God, it ain't about you. It's about you serving and deciding to do so. 
because it's going to be important to be aligned with what he has for you. That's why it says the will and the ways of God, not of man. So it's important to be able to know that you should be decisive by serving and trusting God with all your heart. All right, so thirdly, the third thing he must be decisive in is not conforming to this world. Not conforming to this world. A lot of times we can get caught up in what's going on around us and forget what God has assigned on our lives. When we make that decision to, to be assured and trust and serve, that means we should be eliminating the things that the world wants of us. Because when we begin to go left and right with what the world sees, then we're going to be unstable. All right. So my verse, Romans 12 and 2, of course, one of our favorites, and be not conformed to this world. Do not decide to be a part of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. There's proof and proving when you make a decision. When you're decisive and not conforming, there are characteristics that come along with that for, man, for a man because he gets an opportunity to show proof that he has made a decisive decision that is this despite all the difficulties that come along with being decisive he understands that when he proves what is good and what is acceptable and perfect and again will of god which was in the definition the, the which is the, with the will of god is in every decisive uh, every decisive decision that one makes when he is moving forward and what God has aligned for him and, and his purpose for him, what is designed, what is divine, when he is stepping in that path there and, and has made a solid decision to do so, he's decisive, he's final. And people can recognize that. They recognize when a man makes a final decision on something and he stands firm, he's steadfast immovable, abounding. A lot of things happen in his life that shows he's made a positive decision in his life to follow God in the path that God has for him in his will and purpose. Then lastly, or let me give you my other verse. Um, no, that's good. Uh, Romans 22. Lastly, the last thing that he must be, <laughs> the last thing that he must be a spiritually decisive in is being of one mind. His mind cannot be all over the place as a man, especially in leadership roles in, in, in life and in family and in, in whatever he is designed to do. The, you know, when you are not decisive, you become double-minded. And that means you can, you're trying to serve to one, or two, one, two, three or four things and you cannot do that. When a man is all over the place, Everything that is attached to him is all over the place. It, it will not be aligned. And so it is important for him to have the decisiveness of being of one mind. Why? James 1, 8 says, when he's not, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. He is all, again, he's all over the place. Stability is one of the things that is important for the opposite sex to see in us, not unstableness, 
And so when we decide to be a stable man based on the decisions we make, then we are doing something that is noticeable. And that means it allows individuals to come into our life and be a part of something that is that has stability to it. And that's based on us being decisive in the in the things of the wills and ways of God for our life. And then secondly, and lastly, Philippians 2 and 2. This sums it up. Fulfill ye my joy that ye be like-minded, one-minded, having the same love, being of court. Listen, it's being of one accord, not all over the place, of one mind. Let me say that again, Philippians 2 and 2. Fulfill ye my joy that ye be like-minded, having the same love, not love all over the place, being of one accord and of one mind. And that's important for men who are, are coming into their own or they are having to deal with certain decisions in their life. The decision is not based on emotion. It's not based on feelings. It's based on the will and the ways of God. And that's what decisiveness, because if you do not base your decisions on what God has for you, you will become unstable because all the things that are attached to all the other activities and emotions in your life will be will be will come into control and you will lose focus on what God has for you the purpose he has for your life and so those when you begin to make the decision based on you having a, an amazing relationship with the Lord and he's giving you guidance the one thing you can definitely be assured of the Lord is not undecisive he is extremely decisive on what he has for your life. So if the Lord is your true example of decisiveness, we must look at our true example and understand that his will and his ways are truly the direction that we should go in because it will help us, sir. It will help us in our assurance of salvation. It will help us serve him with all our heart and trust him with all our heart. Help us to not conform to this world, but be transformed by having one mind. And then lastly, being of one mind so that we are not unstable individuals who are walking around double-minded on the paths left and right instead of going down the, the narrow path in which the Lord has directed us for our life. And so decisiveness, the ability to finalize, make this unwavering decision especially when they're difficult because a lot of times we try to do difficult decisions on our own and not talk to the individual that can give us guidance and who is not undecided which is the lord and when we begin to consistently make this decisive decision to walk in the will and way of god every decision will actually consciously bother us when we don't do it because we can create this habit of talking to the lord about difficult situations and understand and listen for his decision for us which will again finalize the decisions we make in our life based on what we hear from the spirit of, uh, of the lord and we can never go wrong in that decision we can never go wrong when we listen to the lord and we must be decisive in our hearing and our listening so that we can make amazing 
decisions that are not difficult for the path that God has for our life. And so this morning, I just want to share that those, those nuggets with you of being able for men, especially again, those who are in who are in leadership role, who are trying to come into a leadership role in reference to their life, whether they're single or married, you must be assured of your salvation. You must be, you must be extremely assured in order to be a spiritual leader that you have the Lord as the foundation of your life, because that's a decision. That's a decisive decision that should be finalized. Otherwise, you're going to be all over the place. You're, you will not have the right guidance if you don't have the Lord as far as the, 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 the center and the anchor of your life. And then, of course, once you do that, serve God with all your heart. Trust. And granted, that's a difficult challenge sometimes because we are in a, in a world. We have the natural and the spiritual in our life. And so you must decide. You must be very decisive. Who will, whom will you serve, the spiritual or the natural? You got to live in the natural but serve in the spiritual. That's a decision. That's a decisive decision one must make. And then that, that goes along with not conforming, you know, with everything that's happening around us. And then also be of one mind. You know, when you, when you make a decisive and final decision based on what God has for your life, it will be, you will, you will have peace that passes all understanding. And guess what? Here's the benefit. It will keep your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. And that's a promise from him that is very decisive. Thank you, my brothers, for allowing me to share with you share with you this morning on a national men's prayer call. I pray that these four uh, areas or these four nuggets bless those who get an opportunity to hear because it is important as we move forward from today and, and yesterday and tomorrow into our life that we have decisive thought processes, a decisive mind that is aligned with the will and the ways of God. Amen. Amen. Great word, John. Thank you so much, brother. It was kind of interesting, too, because, you know, I kept um, looking at your branding on your on your jacket and uh, it just it reads to, you know, I am a testimony. Right. And that was such a decisive forethought. Right. That this is what I am going to be. Right. It is a positioning statement saying this is what I am. That is a decisive word. And in that, you know, uh, uh, you know, when we when we take on that 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 whole mantra and to say this is what we're going to do, you're making a decision. And that comes in even with that decision, gentlemen, you know, one of the things that can pulls out is submission. You know, I'm making a decision to submit to my own will and give it to, to God which is kind of interesting too, because, you know, when we make that decision to say, hey, we're going to follow the, the, you know, our father who says, I know the plans I have for you. You're like, okay, I'm going to follow those plans, you know, and that's the thing that part of what you have to do, because, you know, one of the key words I also pulled out over here is listening. You know, you're saying that in your decisiveness, I have to decide to listen to the spirit, you know, and here's the contradiction. Because you said it, you know, the, 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 the bipolar nature that we operate in, I got my own will versus what the will of God is. And if I decide to listen, I'm making a, a conscious decision to do it, to listen, then will we then make the decision to do what we listen to? And it's on many occasions that I hadn't done that. You know, I'm going to be real tough. I have heard the Lord say, say, Derek, don't do this. But our God is so dope and so, you know, gives you the, the freedom of will that he said, okay, cool. You know, you don't have to do it, but I'm giving you this and I've been there. And so 
The decisiveness is we doing it. We already are doing it in the natural. We're making a decision. We decided what we we're going to wear. We decided what type of energy. Sometimes we just got to decide what we're going to think. You know, at the end of the day, that's the importance of it. You know, my, my brother uh, Anthony uh, prayed with me. And because we're going through a situation of getting a new house. And I don't know if about you, you, you gentlemen in uh, other states, but Texas is, they're snatching up homes. Man, uh, our realtor called us and said that um, they had another, uh, um, somebody else getting a house and they offered over $38,000 cash on top of what the offering is and they still lost the house. And mm -hmm. so in that space, man, you can't find anything. And so I literally found myself, you know, kind of wavering you know you kind of like man you know we're we gonna do it and you kind of get this fear and anthony reminded it's in that decisive well you know peter got out the boat being decisive sink or swim or walk on this thing i'm getting out now once he got out he got a kind of got a little shaky we got some issues right which i can relate to you know because the situations came and you start looking around like man the market is crazy what you talking about at my bank with the with, you know all this other stuff and you so but then he yelled out for help and in that second you know um christ was there whatever space was between them it was removed and he was helping put them out but the point of the matter is there was 11 other cats that didn't make that decision they didn't get out the boat. And so it's even with the spirit of Peter, man, when you make the decision, say, I'm going, I'm listening, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to step out on this faith that we got to be prepared to know that God got us. You know, when Anthony was talking about you speak to the mountain and you tell them about your God, it's going to be stuff that's going to come up, gentlemen. But in this moment, when you've decided to give it all over to God, to be a testimony that says that I will participate in the process of me evolving to the next iteration of the man of God that we uh, that he's called us to be. That's the steps we got to make. That's the wisdom that we got. to. That's the faithfulness that we got to make. And, you know, I really appreciate even in uh, this morning, John, the reminder of doing that through our salvation and our serving, uh, not conforming to the world and being of one mind. Amos 3 and 3 says, how can two walk together unless they agree to do so? You know, we can run that on our ladies. Maybe, you know, I'm deciding, you know, how can we, you know, unless we are in agreement, you know, how can we go? But when we apply that to our spiritual lives, I got to decide I'm going with God regardless of what it looked like. Right? You know, that's, man, don't have me preach behind this, but I'm, I, I love it. I appreciate it. It's ministered to my spirit because it's based on decision. That first decision, that decision has to be rooted in faith. It don't have to be, you know, faith is intertwined with belief, trust, um, all of it. You know, we don't want to be like that father say, Father, I believe, but help my unbelief. Uh -uh, mm. I'm going to be a testimony. And I'm stepping out on here and I know at the end of the day, if I'm walking on water or if I'm walking underwater, I'm going with God. Amen. All right. So let's get it together. I hope this bless y'all, especially my brother that's on bedside Baptist over there on iPhone. What's up, fam? I see you. <laughs> hey, man, I love it. Hey, um, y'all be blessed, especially with this word. Uh, let's join me in a quick prayer. 
Heavenly Father, we come before you right now, united as the family of the National Men's Prayer Call and uh, the ladies on the line as well. And Father, we come bowing before your, your throne just to thank you for holding us when we were indecisive. We thank you for holding us as we are becoming decisive. And Father, we just thank you for making a decisive move that said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. So we thank you for standing in faith. Thank you for standing in just, you know, your decision-making. So Father, I ask that you pour into it for whatever situations this body is experiencing, that you continue to give us the trust and the belief that you got us. And then that we are open enough to do it and believe it and Father, and make that decision. So we love you. We honor you again, Father, and we stand it out in faith in you. In your son, Jesus Christ's name, we pray. Amen. Amazing. Thank you. You put it out your pocket for real. And we got Dr. Dr. Mack with that very silky shirt. Uh, he made a decision this morning. I don't know if it was the right one, but he made a decisive decision. You look good, man. Hey, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Come on, Silk. Hey, come on, Johnny. Hey, you, your brothers, enjoy your weekend. Yes, thank Big you. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you thank so much you. for your prayer. Thank Love you, so you man. You are a living testimony, man. We, we, I'm looking forward to hearing uh, to hearing your testimony, man. Here's so broadcasting live out of it. All yes, right, sir. Yes, sir. yes, yes sir. sir, man. Hey, put a room in there. Put a vacation room in there for a brother when he come down. Oh man, you got it. You got it. Let's get it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>